Good morning. Good morning. Oops. Looks like we're having some issues. Bear with me. Trying to fix that for us. While I get that done, how's everybody doing today? Happy, what is today? Tuesday. Happy Tuesday. <laughs> How is your week starting off? I'm trying to get this um, camera working here, having some technical issues, getting my camera to work. So give me just a second to get that done. If this is your first time joining me, feel free to introduce yourself into the chat. I'd love to hear from you, give you a, a welcome to the room. Welcome to the live. All right, there we go. So we've got our audio and video working. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Ladder Talk Live. I am your host. I am Coach Melina. This is a daily podcast. We talk all things business, career, personal, all of the things. Um, Ladder Talk Live is a daily show. We are here Monday 11 a.m. Eastern Time. This podcast is a podcast for leaders, thinkers, and future makers covering topics like personal branding, self-awareness, networking, fear, and career management. As I said, I'm your host. I'm Coach Alina, and I'm on a mission to help everyday leaders live and lead extraordinary lives. We are the leaders of our lives. We are our own stewardess, so it's important that we are leading ourselves into extraordinary opportunities, extraordinary lives. So I'm so excited to have you here. You are in for a continuous treat as you join us every day, Monday through Friday for this show. In my opinion, it's constantly opening opportunities and thoughts and ideas to bring into your daily life, impacting your community, imp impacting the people that you interact with on a daily basis, and rethinking how you process certain things, certain pieces of information, okay? So let's go ahead and get started. This week, we are talking about, excuse me, we're talking about time management this week. And today's specific topic is how to stop procrastinating. How many of you procrastinate? Let's be honest with ourselves. Chime in. How many of you procrastinate? If you do not procrastinate, power to you. <laughs> power to you. Okay, because I haven't yet to meet one person who does not procrastinate about something. So if you didn't chime in and say that you don't procrastinate, you might be telling yourself a little bit of a fib. So today we're gonna to talk about kind of conquering that. Procrastination is a problem that has plagued humans since the dawn of time. And it's not going away anytime soon. As more and more things are given to us to distract us, we're moving further away from it, right? From controlling our ability to get past procrastination. Um, but not to worry, today we are going to talk about things that you can do to stay more focused on the task at hand. There are ways to beat procrastination. You just have to be aware of how it works, why it happens, and what you can do about it. Now, some of you may be seeing me shift from screen to screen. I'm going live on multiple platforms today. I am on Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn, YouTube, Twitter, and Entra. 
So if you see me pivot from screen to screen, I'm just keeping an eye on the chat, answering questions live. This is an interactive daily show. I encourage each and every one of you to chime into the chat. I want to hear from you. I get I get feedback allows me to provide a better experience for each and every one of you. And then we can all learn from each other. So if you have something to add or comments, or if this is hitting your hitting home to you or or anything, let us know in the chat. Sometimes people need to know that they're not alone in their experiences. I see Evans raise their hand. I see um, Pressy raise their hand in terms of people who procrastinate. We're all just being humans here. We're all just being honest. There's probably not one person out there that has not procrastinated at least once or twice this past month alone. Let's just be real, right? Now, some of us are better equipped to, to, to control our desire to procrastinate, and some don't, right? So let's talk it through. Typically, a lot of people will say procrastinators are perfectionists because they are in a space where if it's not perfect, they can't put it out into the world. If it's a product, a service, whatever that may be, um, whether it's an assignment or you know a work-related task, or um, something at home, if it's not perfect, they don't want to do it. That is the myth. That is a myth. Set goals and deadlines for yourself. This is an action. Now, being a perfectionist is, in my opinion, a strength and a weakness at the same time. You have the ability to, there's, there's nothing wrong with wanting things to be done right. But when it comes to the point where it's causing you to miss deadlines, it's causing you to miss showing up for things, it's no longer perfectionism, right? It's a, a in my opinion, a stifling fear of failure, which isn't perfectionism. That's just a fear of failure. Now, there may be other terms for it. I'm not a professional, I'm not a, a therapist or, or a doctor or anything like that. So excuse my my um, limited speech when it comes to certain things. There may be more professional terms for it, but perfectionism is a byproduct of other things. So I don't want us to hide behind certain terms as a as a barrier or an excuse for not doing other things, because that's not true. Don't take on too much at once. This is an obvious thing, right? Like if you know that you're currently bogged down with too much on your work plate, on your plate, don't say yes to another thing. In 2022, it's okay to say no. In 2022, it's okay to say no. It's okay to tell your employer, uh, I would love to take on more, but I do want to make sure I'm set up for success. And I'd like to finish this project before taking on another. However, I am open to taking on another project with, with more resources. It's okay to ask for help. It's all in how you ask. You don't need to be this one-person band that has to take on, take on the entire world. So you see it, right? Because we, we feel like what's in front of us is our entire world. And in some cases, it may be at that moment. But you don't have to tackle it alone. That's why other people are here to help support you through that journey. So be 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 intentional about asking for that level of support before you continue to add to your plate. Try the two minute rule. If you're like me, 
I've gone through, I go through ebbs and flows with social media. I could, I've gone years without using social media because at the point that I was using it years ago, I was too busy comparing myself. How many of you are like that? You look at other people's social media and you use it as a tool of comparison. Oh, I don't look like this person or they seem to be living this perfect life. They seem to be having this perfect perfect that or this, right? And then you will reflect back on your life and you're like, oh, I don't have this. I don't have that. This, my life isn't perfect, but we're just seeing it from the perspective of the camera pointed in another direction. We're not seeing it from the lens of the truth. We're only seeing what they want us to see. So for me, that was an unhealthy um, addiction, if you will, to social media. So I took a break, I disconnected, for quite some time until I had a healthy relationship with myself that I could rejoin the population of social media knowing I have something to offer, but also being steadfast in myself and knowing I have great things going for me regardless of what other people are doing. So now I look at social media from a different perspective. I'm not comparing myself. In fact, I am motivated by people that are more successful than me because I know that they have the same 24 hours that I have and that I can do, you know, what I have, whatever it may be to get the level of success that I want to receive. I know that success does not happen overnight for anyone, anyone, right? So I know that it takes time and I'm okay with that place. I'm okay knowing that. I know that in my career, it took me years to get to this place where I am today. I didn't go from zero to a million overnight, right? And neither will you. So when I come on here and when I engage on social media, I, I do it from a healthy place of learning from others, providing something that I can teach to other people, helping people elevate in their lives from the same 24 hours that I have that I'm willing to share with you, okay? So try this two-minute rule of focus for two minutes. Now, I don't know about you. When I was a kid, I used to watch some various shows or whatever, but there was like this 10-second tidy at the end of this particular show. I can't remember what it, what it's called, but it was like a, a lady with this doll, and they'd have this 10-second tidy or 60-second cleanup or whatever, and I would follow along with her as a kid and try and clean my room the same amount of time. And I did a pretty decent job for a kid, right? So I was focused in that moment at the task in hand. I encourage you all to consider it that way. For two minutes, what can you accomplish without distraction? Now, as more time progresses, you can add to that, add to the time. But put yourself on a timer. Give yourself two minutes then give yourself five, then work your way up to 15, then you're gonna work your way up into an hour and, and so on. But give yourself two minutes of focus. I'm going to do this for this two minutes. Now, you may need to do your two minutes, stand up, reset, hit the two minute button again until you get the task done. But you're dedicating time to getting it done without distraction for that two minutes. You're retraining your brain to do what you want it to do because our, our brains are, are subconsciously doing what we're asking it to do. Focus on what we want it to focus on. <clears throat> Excuse me. 
So as a result, it's, it's our responsibility to, to almost have to retrain our brain on what to think about. Because right now we're, we're programming our brain to want to keep scrolling, to want to see things fast, to want to be stimulated by doing certain things. That's what we're telling our brain. So when we are distract, being distracted, daydreaming, all of these things, it's because that's what we're continuing to program our brain to, 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 to experience because that's what we're giving it. But if you program your brain to do something different, it will do that as well. The brain is a very, very powerful thing. And the control that we have over it is our choice, right? So have a reward system in place. If you work yourself up, starting with the two-minute method, and you work yourself up to an hour or two hours, whatever you feel comfortable with as you continue on this journey, then reward yourself. Give yourself that five-minute break. Give yourself that um, couple minutes to, to take a peek at your phone or check an email or listen to your favorite song. Give yourself that break to stimulate and then get back to work. Get back to the task at hand until it's complete. Now, I talked to you yesterday about the importance of structuring the day with a calendar or whatever it is that you prefer. I prefer a calendar that tells me from 10 to 12, this is what I'm doing. From 12 to 2, this is what I'm doing. Because what happens is you get so overwhelmed, not overwhelmed, that's not the right word. You get so laser focused in on something. And as time is passing you by, you're not spreading the love of attention to the other things that are necessary. So then you end up in a place where you're not um, giving adequate support to all the things that need that support. How many of you have been at, at work and you said, okay, well, I need to achieve these five things by the end of the day. By lunchtime, you've achieved two. And by the time you come back from lunch, you can't reset. So you couldn't do those other three things. How many of you have experienced that? I've experienced it where, okay, you know, I, I plan on having a really great day, right? I'm going to get so much work done today. And then lunchtime hits, you're like, okay, I didn't really get a whole lot done. And then after you come back from lunch and you're done with the, you, you go through your work day, you're like, what did I do today? What did I do? But if you look at your history, you're Googling random things, right? We Google random questions throughout the day, or we're so focused on one project, we never get to the next. When it's important to remind our brains, oh, we need to go to the next thing now. Let's let's um, remove ourselves from this. Let's move on to the, let's move to the next thing. Now it's important to do that because you need to give your break, your brain a break from one thing because then it can get, become overly stimulated and, and move it to, to the next thing. This is just my experience. Again, I'm not a, a professional, I'm not a neurologist. I'm just saying that these are some ideas that I found to be useful, that my clients have found to be useful, that people I train in leadership have found to be useful for the support of their teams. So it would be worth giving it a shot if you're looking for something that can help you with this. Know your triggers. This is a big one. If you know you're a procrastinator, chances are that certain situations trigger your desire to procrastinate. 
I told you guys this yesterday where I said, you know, when I have multiple projects to do, personal projects at home, if it's too many projects, I get overwhelmed and the only thing I can do is sit because I don't know what to do first. How many of you <clears throat> have had to move from one home to the next and you've had to pack up your entire house and you don't know what room to start on. You don't know what boxes. You don't know where boxes are. You're like, oh, my God, there's so many things I need to do. I can't do anything. I know I'm not alone in this. Y'all don't leave me out here in the streets hanging. Tell me that you have that same experience. Because when I tell you it is crippling, days will pass by. And I'm like, OK, I'm going to work on this room. And then I didn't work on the room to the point where I now know myself. And I dedicate one room per day. This is the only room I will work on today. I will focus only on this room. That is the same approach you have to have into how you live your life from the work perspective, from, from your daily task. This is what I'm focusing on for this period of time. For these two hours, this is it. Nothing else will distract me until this is this two time, two hour timer is up. And then I move on, take a break, move to the next thing. This is how you have to structure yourself, the ability to complete the tasks at hand. Because without having that level of control, without having that level of ultimately control over yourself, you're going to continue walking in circles. And if you are like me where you're like, oh, I do not know exactly what I'm going to do to get this house packed. I'm just going to walk in circles looking at, oh, well, wow, this is another pile. This is another pile of crap that I've got to de deal with, right? Let's be honest here, you guys. So um, know your triggers, as I said. So if you're working on a project and you realize there's there's something more fun or, or interesting on TV, you might start watching that instead of finishing your work. How many of you pick a, a Netflix series over getting your job done? Your, your tasks done at the house. Or if your boss asks you to update on a project but doesn't make any comments about how it's going, that could be a trigger for you to put off communicating with them further. Is this hitting home for you? Knowing what triggers your procrastination helps you identify when it'll happen so that you can avoid those situations and prepare yourself mentally before they arise. Because some of us respond to the person, your boss, saying, hey, I need this by this time. Hey, how far? You know, because it'll constantly remind you to get it done. But if you have a boss that's kind of passive or doesn't ask for a whole lot of feedback and they just expect you to get it done, but then you don't get it done until the day before, you're a procrastinator. Knowing good and well, you could have done it earlier and ha now have time to do something else. Know your triggers. Be realistic about what you can accomplish in the time that's available. Don't expect that you're going to plan an entire event in 10 minutes. Don't expect that you're going to put a whole presentation together in five minutes. We need to be honest with ourselves, be real with ourselves, but also be honest and real with the people we're um, providing our time to. If your manager asks you, hey, can this be done by the end of the day? And you know good and dang on well, it's going to take longer than a day. Be honest. Don't overcommit and underdeliver. Don't give yourself room to fail. If you know, because this is your professional experience, this is what they pay you for. If you need more time, okay. Or I need more support to get it done. 
I can't do it alone, but I can with a team. Who can we spare? Who can you spare that can support me on this? I definitely want to get this done. I need support. Who can help me? We're all adults here. At this point, we just need to start being more honest because most of us, we have leaders who are frustrated that the tasks aren't getting done. We have employees that are frustrated that the tasks aren't being done, but there's not a connection of communication, which we talked about last week, with each other. If the manager knew you needed support, if you knew the manager knew you needed support, then you both could work together on getting you the things you need. Don't just rely wholeheartedly on them telling you uh, you can ask this person for help or vice versa. We have to speak up for each other. And remember, we are our own personal brand. Ask for the things that you need. That doesn't make you needy. That doesn't make you bougie. That doesn't make you anything except a person who knows they need support, want to get the job done effectively, not have to go back and redo their work. That makes you the, the responsible one. That's who people want in leaders. That's who people want in support. Right? Be realistic. It's simple. If there isn't enough time in the day to get everything done and still have time left over for what you want to do or other obligations, maybe we need to say no. And I know this is going to be a tough pill to swallow. It's going to be something that, you know, maybe people will disagree with, but I'm okay with that too. My personal brand is that I am putting myself in positions for creating a level of success. I can only create a level of success when I am put in positions where I am set up for success. And sometimes I have to decide what that looks like because my manager may only be good at what they do. They hired me to be good at what I do. And if I know that I am not set up for success, it's my job to raise my hand and say, hey, that's not that's not possible. This is what is possible. Now, they can respect that and give me the things I need for support or give me more time or whatever that may be, or they may not. And if they're not, is that even the company you want to work for anyway? It's time we start being honest with ourselves, y'all. Is that even where you want to be in any way? We can say time and time again, well, I can't talk to my boss like that. They're going to let me go. You need to start preparing because is that where you really want to be anyway? The answer, you can only answer that. So keep that in mind as you, as you wonder, can I do this? Is this the place for me? Is this what I'm capable of? Is this a healthy environment for me? The rest of this week, we're going to continue on this journey. We're talking about procrastinating and, and all of these things. The rest of this week, we're going to be talking about um, how to be more productive in meetings. We're talking about the Pomodoro method uh, technique and a few other things we're going to be talking about this week. So continue to tune in. Again, we are here Monday through Friday, 11 a.m. Eastern time. And we're talking this week all about time management. Let me know in the chat before we end things. Was this helpful? Did you learn anything? Um, I'd love your feedback if, if you have another technique. Thank you, Abid. Thank you, Chaz. I appreciate you guys joining. Um, thank you, Ahmed, Jonathan, Miriam, Evans, Tayante. Again, appreciate you, Dale. 
um, Ketlin, Deshaun, Cole, David, all of that, all of you all, thank you so much for joining. Once again, we are here, Ladder Talk Live. Uh, you're welcome, Jonathan. We are here uh, Monday through Friday at 11 a.m. Eastern. I'm looking for guests. If you have something to say, if you think your opinion matters, which it does, feel free, reach out to me directly. Love to have you as a guest on the show. We will have a special guest this week, so be on the lookout for that. And uh, for those of you who need support, we have a workshop, free workshop coming up on Thursday, hosted by Career Boss Academy through me, um, where we are talking about the top three um, tips, secrets, to recession proofing your career. If you secretly raise your hand to the question of, are you afraid of losing your job in this recession? If you raise your hand to that, you need to be there. Simple as that. You see in the news, all these what 30,000 people were laid off um, in these past couple of months, months. Studies show 60% between 2021 and 2022, if you did not get a raise due to inflation, you have lost 60%. You're now officially underpaid, regardless of what that number was. If you did not get a pay increase, you're now underpaid. If you need to know what that means, if you're like, Hot diggity dog. I did not know that. You need to be in this. You need to be at this workshop. Go to your favorite careercoach.com. Sign up for the workshop completely free to attend. If you're watching this, um, you may see a banner uh, at the top of your page. Uh, be sure to click on that. Or again, just go to your favorite careercoach.com to sign up for this free workshop. It will not be a waste of your time. I will see you on Thursday for that. Um, but again, we'll be here tomorrow. We'll be talking about more techniques for uh, time management. I hope you all, each and every one of you, have a fantastic rest of your day. Make it impactful. Go ahead and try that two-minute message. And I will see you tomorrow. Bye.